1: in pain and desperation, breaking limbs and downcast face aglow with desperation. stiff as wire, lungs on fire with just the briefest pause. Welcome to Axe to Grind, the hardcore podcast. I'm Patrick.
2: I'm Bob.
0: And I'm Tom.
1: And I am, I am really professional fellas. I'm coughing, I'm dying. But that red light goes on, and I'm in the zone. <laughs> I'm ready to. Pod. You sound
0: it. You sound it. <laughs> the dead zone, maybe
2: because you sound like you're gonna
1: die. But I, I'm not doing great over here. There might be some muting of me. Uh, let's do sponsors real quick.
2: Sponsors shout out to to live a lie. Ah. Shout out to <laughs> run for cover. <coughs> <coughs> wow. Shout out to Death Wish Inc. <coughs> And shout-out to Close Casket Activities.
1: Woo! All
2: right, we're going to start in uh, a place here, Run for Cover Records, runforcoverrecords.com. Going to keep it quick and short. Guys, Turnover has a new LP coming out in November. Uh, Ajace of the Adjace, Uh they've been around for a minute, probably playing your favorite 1500 cap at this point. Um, no, their, new LP's, <laughs> their new LP is called Myself in the Way. I'm excited about it. This is a band who not every single one of their LPs has hit for me. Uh, so I'm not, this is full honesty, but I check out everyone and I enjoy something about it. Um, so this is uh, pretty interesting. The title track, Myself in the Way, features vocals from Brendan from Turnstile. Mm-hmm. Got to check that out. There's a music video. You can go pre order it now. I'm assuming a bunch of the variants are sold out. Uh, that's because this band's gigantic. Be on the end. Get it right now run for cover records.com. easy read guys easy read <clears throat> uh before we do the next read i do want to shout out patrick tom we forgot to mention the band god's fate um <laughs> they were awesome provoking at sound and fury festival we all were watching god's fate they were super good <laughs> and um
1: i can't do it with yeah. straight face i can't do it i know
2: Yo, you—they they know we got love, song. huh? My favorite God's Fate song is um—he's
1: <laughs> not stopping the
2: uh—the—the the praise of our lo- no yo. Shout out to God's Hate, Tom. Oh, Close, cast to get, activities. Hat, yeah. <laughs> Close get Activities, Get Activities dot Hit us with the read. I
0: just want to shout out God's Hate, the God's Hate, the album God's Hate, because I when we were going through the Sound and Fury lineup when we were doing our little review thing. I got old time, got confused going back and forth in the lineup, and I missed them. And um, I got a very terse message from a professional wrestler um, that, you know, can dive on and take out like 27 people with one fell swoop. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, we love those dudes. It, it was a complete oversight, and I felt terrible. And I realized if you listen to the Patreon right after, I go, God damn it! We forgot content. So this is um uh, uh they were they were fantastic. They got one of the biggest reactions of the whole weekend. Um, they sounded insane Three Guitar Attack. Um, and it was they were great. So shout outs to, to Brody and those
2: dudes. They killed it. And if you somehow have not checked out their last LP, um, if you're a fan of hard music, uh, let me go personal yeah. and actually go like uh, like Resonant. Uh, I'm fairly certain Brody has gone to i believe he's gone to every single sound of fury that makes him one of a very few people oh um, he's a core dude oh no no he 100 percent is but like even beyond that like that's that's a that's a really cool thing um shout out to that dude for supporting but had a really cool conversation for about like literally two minutes with him uh f- friend travis a couple other dudes there too uh about when the Trapped Under Ice demo came out and then Sound and Fury 2008, maybe it was, and uh, how it was for 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 Brody that it was like a, oh, my hardcore is back. <laughs> and And I think about that, and I was like, that's a cool, interesting moment. If for some reason you like hard music, period, whether it's hardcore, whether it's metal, whatever you want to call it, if you like hard music, you have to hear The Last God's Hate LP, um, still available from, uh, Cl- closed casket, uh, support our buddy there. If they got merch, you got to get the merch there as well. Closed casket Let's go. Yo, good morning, Vietnam. How you doing? How you feeling guys? How are we doing today?
0: Well, it sounds like today will be the last episode because <laughs> that's going to be putting a fucking iron lung in Perth somewhere.
1: Yeah, I'm str- I'm struggling.
2: <clears throat> What's wrong with you?
1: It's the- wrong- I don't know. It's I hate like- you're really sick. Just happened. No idea.
2: Literally, I, he's gone downhill since we started uh, chatting on ZenCaster here. Yeah,
1: I, I, no idea what's going on, but it's, uh, it's it's not killing it right now.
2: So uh, we're gonna have to figure this out, um, guys. I thought about this as I made the okay. reference to Goodbye, Good Morning Vietnam. Yes, one of my. Favorites. How far are we from re- references being second, being known as secondary references, but the original is like. I uh, what do you mean? I just heard some dude say that one time, you know.
0: Oh I think that's one. I think me referring to OJ Simpson running through an airport
2: on well, one of those episodes. <laughs> yeah. were like Pat got it because 97 oh, like me. No, no. I mean I knew it. Uh, those those commercials. Oh, like are we predicting that now Tom Brady is gonna be the next OJ? That's what I'm predicting.
0: Well, I mean, I hope not for he's he's the he's, the Hertz,
2: he's the Hurts, he's the Hurts spokesman. Mm. I don't know. Um well because I was thinking about it because I thought of that Good Morning Vietnam and I'm like, I don't even know. And I was like, then I was like, okay, I do know the original placement for that. But then I was like, oh, there are references that I don't know that I've ever like to the moon, Alice. Uh, okay. I know what I know what it's from. I don't know if I ever have witnessed where that came from like in person you know what i mean like i know uh, what it's from but i've never seen it or heard it
0: from the original yeah, just source. domestic violence on regular tv
1: yeah for our listeners that don't know that's a line from the honeymooners where the the uh, star of the show when he would would be frustrated with his wife w- would hold his fist up and uh, kind of in tone that he was going to punch her in the in the jaw <laughs> and he'd right. go to the moon <laughs> and that's uh that is bygone that's what we call that that's a different era
2: yeah and and i just think about it and i think uh you know there's gonna be a lot more of those references it's sort of a funny interesting way to parallel to hardcore um in a different manner i I didn't mean this but but where there's gonna be bands doing winks and nods sonically or even more than a wink and a nod a direct like lift um that that maybe is tracked as homage and people won't totally know where the source material is, okay. and that's okay. But it is interesting as you get further and further away from the original. You know,
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, think about there's a half heart song that quotes fucking Neil Young,
2: right? Take, uh, take a look at my kids
0: life. Do you think about that. Like old oh, man, know. take a look at my life.
2: I know. Yeah. It's also because he he almost wraps it like he does it in that yeah, kind it's of way. Oh man,
0: take a look at my life.
2: I know. I know. Is is Maybe half heart? A, is half heart more rap metal? Yeah. Than they get credit for? Should yeah. should we go in on that? Uh, you know. Yes.
0: Um, e Town's <laughs> playing in Jersey. If they're looking for an opener, I think Half Heart would be a great fit.
2: I agree. I agree. Why wouldn't they? It's it's about Just time saying. that the Pat Flynn caught that gold chain flu. Um. <laughs> yo, guys. Uh, we are warmed up. We went cold. We went right into recording today. Very little preamble but we have a topic we have a linchpin it's almost september a lot of parts of the the united states school is going back in right now guess who's come back for another lesson from from professor pat and dr tom
1: mm. is it is it our our man winston
2: <laughs> no winston no, is no, a no, ghostbuster wilson. wilson from westchester is <laughs> in class so <laughs> Winston's favorite hardcore band from LA is God's Fate. That's correct. Um, yo, Winston. <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> wait, wait! Isn't that a, isn't that a uh, what's that There's a movie with someone named Winston, but it's not. I mean, obviously it's not Ghostbusters, but I feel like it had something to do with like an orangutan.
1: You're thinking Dunston?
0: Dunston goes to school. No, Dunston
1: goes to school. Dunston checks in.
0: in. <laughs> oh, are you, all right, if you go to fucking IMDb, you tell me for certain there's not a Dunstan goes to school in there. No, I guess okay, so
2: Dunstan checks in. You're but, definitely like do straight do. to
0: DVD. Like, uh, you know, Matt right, LeBlanc is struggling and doing a fucking. Right? Isn't that the dude from Friends in that? Joey?
2: Wait, say that again?
0: Isn't the dude from Friends in that movie?
2: In the Dunstan series? I'm not totally yeah, sure. It's... Let's see. I Dunstan, this like this, Dunstan Checks In sequel. Let's see. A 1996 All right, film. Dunstan yeah. Checks In too. What happened to the arena from Dunstan Checks In? <laughs> wow. Uh, I don't think there's a Dunstan Checks In 2.
1: Dunstan goes to school.
0: <laughs> uh, Dunstan die. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I would imagine Dunstan is now dead. Sadly. Dunstan died.
2: Um, that's the <laughs> sequel. Shouldn't all movies have a. Uh, what's the movie, Ernest? Shouldn't they all have an Earnest <clears throat> style legacy? Like, where it's like, oh, the first one did well. Oh, the second one went to theaters, but it was a bomb. Well, the third one's going to go directed VHS. It did pretty well. Fourth, fifth, sixth. Like, I think every movie should have a tale like that. Like, Planet of oh, the I'm H- sorry, was, where
0: it, it was, trails into shit. George Costanza was the main character, Jason Alexander. Did you confuse
1: Jason Alexander and Joey? Yes.
0: Yes. And then (laughs) uh, Pee Wee Herman was also in the movie playing a character named Buck Lafarge. And Faye Dunaway. So you know what? And Rupert Everett. Come on. There's some fucking people in this movie. This is a hell of a movie. All
2: right, everybody. Our first recommendation to our friend Wilson from Westchester is go watch Dunstan checks in and uh and maybe maybe script out the plot for the sequel Dunstan goes to school um (laughs) and hopefully not the third Dunstan dies uh which which takes a real uh evil dead turn um guys you're sitting at the diner and it's morning that today you guys decided to go get a cup of coffee and uh sitting at the diner and and your old buddy, Win- Wilson, walks in. Now I'm going to be calling him Winston. Wilson walks in and says, hey, hey guys, can, can I get in on this?
0: Uh, sure, happy a seat, with yeah. Winston. But before I start, the movie that I was confusing, Dunson Checks In, was a movie called Ed, a 1996 American sports comedy about a talented pitcher and his friendly baseball-playing chimpanzee. I remember that. Tom, <laughs> Sorry.
1: He, he doesn't go to school either. That's what well, I, was I mean he might no going to say. No one's going to school,
0: but Matt LeBlanc has Jack and Deuce Cooper.
2: Okay, that counts. So somewhere sorry. between Dunstan checks in Ed and, uh, and back Ed to school and back to yeah. school v- featuring Rodney Dangerfield is uh, Dunstan goes to school. Um, That's it. So sorry, I just
0: I just wanted to interrupt with that. Um,
2: well, well, guys, I I really like hearing about these movies. I am never going to watch, but yeah. um, I have some questions about hardcore. Can you help me? Maybe.
0: We'll do our damnedest, Winston.
2: I discovered Power Trip pretty early, and I really like them. I love Drain and Mind Force and Dead Heat. What other new bands should I check out? And are there any old bands I should check out if I love Power Trip?
0: Some of their contemporaries?
1: Uh, well, let's start with a friend's band. Uh, you could check out Enforced for sure. Absolutely.
0: Uh, a, a li- what
1: are they like? Uh, I would say it's kind of, to my ear, a little, a little heavier than what we're talking. Like a little more prone to heaviness than what we're talking about.
0: A little more metal than Power Trip, like a, one tick to the right.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, that would be worth checking out. <sighs> this is not Iron my Age. world. I ju- oh, yeah, okay, yeah, if we're gonna go back So, Tom, think Yeah. About I, I don't know something.
2: any older bands I don't know <clears> any older bands either Before Power Trip that might have sounded like them What should I listen to?
0: So I think you would like r Age. they were from the same General area as Power Trip In, in Texas Okay um, Pulling from the same Ideas, so both bands Pulled from this Chromex record called Best Wishes
2: Oh, what's um, that like? Which-
0: it's it's a more it's the second record by that band the Chromatics who we talked about with you before, um and it's a record that took a lot of people probably twenty years to come around on.
2: Oh, it is this the record be, that that some people say is is just as much a heavy metal record as it is a hardcore record? Correct. Oh, that's um, neat. okay. Cool.
0: A lot of riffs are very similar to what is is um being referred to as like thrash today mm. so i think you could listen to best okay. wishes if you really want to go to the source source and while you're back there you can check out um crumb suckers mm. okay uh, they're a band from long island um band called leeway um from from a queens that were more that had a very metal kind of thrash vibe with a singer that was like uh an early, um, what was called a b boy, so like a rapper,
2: almost. Oh, weird! But are the vocals rap?
0: <laughs> um, picture Ozzy Osbourne if he was born in Bushwick.
2: That uh, an aside. E- uh, uh, editor's note: That's the best description Eddie Leeway's ever gotten, Tom. That's
0: fine. Is that fair, though?
2: it's it's more than fair it's fantastic i mean is it 100% true? Though, maybe like not but back. it's so no. good it's so good like it's the most like if i'm if i'm eddie i'm like yo i, I want that in my that that's put that on my, my profile that's in my bio
0: you know i'm gonna log into wikipedia right now pack saddam <laughs> 518 password <laughs> uh
2: okay what what other stuff should i check out if i love power trip uh, i can New never or old
1: when the, when we do this exercise, I can never tell if Winslow is uh, like from another <laughs> if he's from another fucking planet or not. Like, Have like you Tom, been to Westchester, Pennsylvania? <laughs> but Tom is like, well, he uh, looked a bit like uh, he was into rap, which is a form of uh, uh, of music where uh, the the lyrics are syncopated. And it's like what what? Are, no, look, w- Wilfred is I'm
2: having a hard kid. time, and he's real young. He's got that farm face, like looking at you very wide eyed, like. Uh-huh. Like, come on, just picture, you know, picture somebody Westchester, okay. Pennsylvania. Um, we got love. We got love. But, all right, but all right. we're saying I, you're I, new.
1: Okay. Uh, I, Thrash is not my thing, so there's probably two agnostic front records uh that you could check out. Uh there's a, there's a handful of
2: Agnostic Front you guys mentioned last time, they're a New York hardcore band.
1: They are, but everybody was doing thrash for a minute and th- th- they didn't dodge that the bullet.
0: Um, Pat, what was that called when everyone was doing like thrash, kind of hardcore, like metal oh, hardcore? Oh,
1: you could call uh, oh uh, Winston. You could uh, call that uh, uh, crossover. Oh, neat. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm going oh, to I'm going to uh, low key. I'm going to do a thing I don't think I've ever done on this podcast. I'm going to advocate for Anthrax.
0: Uh, I love uh, Anthrax. I back it.
1: I know you do and I've tried over the years it doesn't take but everyone right, can I
0: make a a suggestion maybe to you and maybe to Winston or Winslow mm-hmm. what you call him the last time Winslow um, did you have you ever listened to the Anthrax records with John Bush
2: No What records are those Tom
0: Those are um the first one with sound of white noise completely different vocal style some it's not as like you know how the most of the anthrax stuff is very like Bruce Dickinson like I'm hitting notes like you know it's like
2: it can get there for sure.
0: This dude's got like a a gravelly like a great voice but like it feels like it's like five fucking things red like five registers lower mm. and like very soulful dude like there's a song called Only. Mm. It's like it could be fucking it could be. I mean, this is like when like, quicksand was touring with Anthrax.
1: <laughs> right, <a> weird era.
0: <laughs> but like, it was that like level of kind of like almost post metal hardcore. It's a that sound of White Noise is a really good record. He was in it for like two or three records and a varying um, goodness. But if you, I feel like if you can't get into Anthrax, because possibly because the vocals, if you you know, and also I think you got to get into Anthrax as a kid. I remember like get, getting into them like very young, I'd be like. I like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Run DMC, yes, like they're
2: funny. <laughs> Yo, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like that's, they're not like a,
0: Slayer. Like Slayer, scary as a kid. Like mm-hmm. Anthrax is like
2: Anthrax is accessible up. metal. Yeah, you're right. They, they wear
0: shorts and Public Enemy shirts, and they're goofs.
1: Yeah, real big goofs. I I
2: think to me, it's the first three Anthrax records. It's really funny how Anthrax Anthrax is OG hardcore adjacent. As much as there's the, like, so the backstory being that they tried to copyright the NYHC, you know, logo, essentially, and obviously that nobody's going to be happy about that. Um, but they swam in similar circles and have always, like you said, Tom, like they were touring with Quicksand in like 93, 94. Uh, right now, hate breeds out on tour with Anthrax. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, it's it's a weird thing. Um. You nailed the thing that it perfectly when you said. I think it's you have to get into them young. Um, you, yeah, can you, in you can appreciate. You appreciate. Like, yeah. No, go ahead.
0: No, I mean, like, I mean, like, you know, if you want to, you know, listen to a whole record about a Stephen King book. Well, if I got something for you, or like, you know. They have a like a they have a mascot that like moshes around the stage, but that and but it's not like the quality. It's it's like the end of like Step Brothers. It's like it's not movie quality. Like Iron Maiden has like the Eddie that runs around that looks like it looks like a real fucking skeleton or whatever the fuck. Like Anthrax has a guy in like a paper mache hat, like like mask running around.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's so, not
0: nearly as cool.
2: But if it's you awesome. can, if you can catch Anthrax prior to age eighteen, I think maybe you can enjoy some of the more irreverence part of it. But there's riffs. Like, they have riffs. Oh, dude, And if, you, th- if, you, and if you like thrash, uh, I think those first three are really hard to deny. And it, it, it extends beyond that. Like, if you love those first three, you can just keep working through and see if you have a drop-off point.
0: Um, I think musically, what goes on in thrash metal in more current times I think, not vocally, but musically, I think they're the most kind of um, most utilized source, other than Best Wishes. Like, I, New I think bands don't between... sound like Metallica.
2: No. No, no, no. I, I they don't mean, sound like I think... Slayer either. No, I, I was going to say there's bands who get just touches of Slayer, but they don't go full Slayer. They incorporate Slayer into like an anthrax uh, bass, like the base right. is Anthrax, and then they add some Slayer, and they add some Chromag's Best Wishes. And I mean, where you start to see differences in sound, like Iron Age, if you ask me, like they use, especially for Constant Struggle, best somewhere between Best Wishes and Age of Quarrel is their base. And they pull in little things from elsewhere. When they move to Sleeping Eye, I think they go to a different place. I think Power Trip is kind of in that sweet spot of like, somewhere between Slayer Anthrax and then New York Hardcore Elements. And I wouldn't even say there's some Best Wishes for sure. There's some, there's some uh, AF cause for alarm. There's, some, there's definitely some leeway. I love the Crumb Suckers reference. Um, slipping into w- Wilson voice. What about these bands like Suicidal Tendencies and DRI? I see their names come up when I look into Thrash and Crossover from the 80s.
1: Uh. Correct, although if if you're a real power trip head it, it might be some of that might feel a little lightweight for you.
0: Oh, you know what I'd like to bring up?
1: Go. And please. a more
0: current time, even though it's not very current at this point, but they're still going, but like they were power trip kind of they ran a power trip take offense.
2: Oh sure. Oh yeah. Yep. 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 I think That's
0: like yeah, I think they have they have a lot of the suicidal to them. Yep. So the music's a little different, but definitely close. Um, some clean vocals. Um, I think suicidal is probably an easier easy. If you brought a suicidal record to a kid in 2022, or to our friend Wilson, I yeah. think there it's an easier buy-in than a DRI record. Depending uh, on yes. when, I mean, if yes. Wilson's coming from a fair, completely clean palette, yeah. Right? Then I think it's suicidal. like you put on like Lights Camera Revolution, and you hear like, you know, um, you can't bring me down. You're like, I'm in, I'm down. Right. But if you I put think, on, like, I think
2: even join the army, you could really get in. Sure. Right
0: yeah, but like DRI is like, if you're coming from a different angle, you might prefer DRI. But if you're coming with like virgin ears, I feel like suicidal is an
2: easier listen. Okay, great. That's a great list of bands. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks. Wilson. So I have some more questions is fiddlehead hardcore. They don't sound hardcore to my ears, but they play hardcore shows and everyone I know likes them. Is fiddlehead a hardcore
1: band? Yes. <coughs> um, although. So uh, Winston, this is going to be tough on, on your brain. Cause it's tough on all young people's brains. It can actually be two things. And what? you don't. it. it <laughs> and you can I'm not sure I understand. It's fun to argue about, but the end of the day it can it, it's really eye of the beholder and it can be two things because uh, uh, I just checked out some of the uh, uh, sets from Sound of Fury that I missed and What's
2: uh, Sound and Fury?
1: No, it's a festival. It's a it's a rap festival. Rap is this thing that uh so the point is that uh it, it is uh there's a lot of shit there that in the strictest definition of the word, at least people of my age may not consider hardcore, right? But it, it is. (laughs) So, so so this is one of those uh, tough things to reconcile. If you've got like a A or B brain where you want Mm. you want everything fileable, but sometimes shit just, Touches on m- more than one space, and this would be an example thereof. Uh, y- y- you could either say that uh, Fiddlehead is on the most extreme end of melodicism uh, of a hardcore act, or is uh, on the very rough end of like a melodic punk, or you could say even uh, rock act. So Th- th- those are different ways that you could say the same thing. Your choice.
2: Is there anything else that makes them a hardcore band outside of the sound? Because I'm trying to understand that.
1: Yeah. God, you really, I mean, you I re- think
0: their philosophies, the way they, they run their band, the members of said band, mm-hmm. they're all punk dudes from various backgrounds.
1: Uh yes. So he, the, the, okay, now you're and the re- reaction. Yeah, but we're really getting into the weeds on this because well, I, Wilson's
0: young and doesn't know what he's talking about.
1: I know, but it's more complicated than that even because there was a time Wilson where you would say well they conduct themselves like a hardcore band in the respect that they manage themselves, they book their own tours, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. maybe they put out their own records. However, uh, it has become increasingly normal for hardcore acts to have booking agents, to have managers. Okay. Uh, so this is a thing that has changed in my lifetime. And uh, I, uh, so now calling something a hardcore band is really tricky to put your finger on uh, because the lines are so blurred. It is, uh, as the uh, Tom, maybe you remember this from law school. It is, uh, I believe, a Florida uh, judge said, uh, I can't define it, but I know it when I see it uh, in regards to pornography. Uh, right. th- that's hard.
0: Cool. Also, yeah.
1: That's yeah. hard. Yeah.
2: Cool. <coughs> yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> I just. I just got a bunch of stickers when I ordered some new merch online. Mm. Should I put the stickers all over my car? How many is the right amount? Yeah. You what should. if I don't know the band, but I think the sticker looks cool?
1: It's fine. Fuck
2: it. <laughs> it's fucking fine. How no. many? How many is the right amount? Should I cover my entire back windshield?
1: Yeah, you should you, become you, yes. a hazard.
0: Yes, right. If you, the less you can see, the less peripheral you got, the better.
2: Okay, thanks.
0: I wouldn't know right. because.
1: Oh, uh. You're, you're uh, depreciating the
0: value of your car.
1: It, it's all, I mean, it's all downhill. Uh, Winston, I just want to point out that, uh, John Bush, uh, uh, singer for Armored Saint and, uh, occasional, uh, anthrax vocalist, uh, I, I just learned a fact. Uh, th- th- this has taught me something that he does voiceover work for Burger King commercials. I did not know that. So, wow, oh, neat
0: little, little fun fact. Cool. Who do you think makes more money, Joey Belladonna or J or John Bush uh,
1: 2022? I don't know that Burger King money's probably all right.
0: That's what I'm saying. It's probably not nothing to sneeze at.
1: <laughs> no, it's probably. I'm look, uh, I wouldn't take the Burger King money, but uh, although Burger they King, got impossible. I was gonna say, Burger King, <laughs> sometimes French toast sticks. No, 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 they got a whole. They got a whole like vegan thing here in in Australia. They got two vegan options, Um, and the burgers.
0: fries too are not, are not cooked in beef tallow or whatever, right?
1: That's right. So uh, sometimes I'll tell you when I'm at an airport, a vegan Burger King, it's all right. So maybe thank I would you ta- to okay, maybe I would take the Burger King money.
2: Thank you to Burger King. We appreciate it. Do 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 um. Guys, I keep hearing about this band, Ceremony, who's going on tour with two bands I already have heard, Spy and Gel.
1: It's a can, you tell
2: me, can you tell me about Ceremony? It looks like they have a lot of records. Where should I start? Are they a hardcore band?
0: <laughs> well, uh, Wallace, um, I think they are a hardcore band. They've changed their sound over the years. Quite well, honestly. Very few bands have been able to pull off what they've been able to pull off. Um, it, very early. So, con, considering the band's gel and spy that they're playing with, their early. If you can, if you mess with them and you really like that style, you probably prefer the earlier era of Ceremony. So that's probably up to. Is that up to Roner
2: Park? Would you say? Up to Zoo, I would say. Um, zoo,
0: okay. Like, so it's faster. It's more like. It's nearly um that, that style of music we talked about before, Power Violence. It's got Mosh Parts, Snarly Singer. Excellent. One of the best at that style of their time. And then slowly but surely they kind of got back it, it, they started with the more I would say like late seventies, early eighties punk sound. But not like sure. not not what we're thinking of. Not we're not thinking of, like you're probably thinking of New York like or like hardcore like very very punk punk that like your parents you know or your grandparents at this point might have known oh
2: is this like the california punk stuff we talked about last time it is quite
0: yes like bands like x or the wipers and bands like of that ilk so it's not as like it's not the punk that we think of well at least that i don't i don't think of first when i think of punk um, and then they kind of went even further into that and almost became like an ex- an amazing like post hardcore band, but in a way that like the Cure post punk kind of thing. Like probably better that's probably yeah. a better term. But post-punk
1: probably post punk. You're right.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, well, Walt, I will keep myself succinct here. I am able to talk about this band with a great deal of clarity because I'm not any type of real fan. I think that they are the most important hardcore band of the last fifteen years. Uh I think that they are their influence is more noticeable in things that you, Weston, a, a young person, would like.
2: Mm. Okay.
1: Than, than even bands that might have in some ways been bigger or we think of as being bigger or whatever. I think ceremony is the dna for i mean i hear it in every fucking band of people under 26 every single one so uh an important which is shocking it look they're long-lived and they never got lame if you want that's exactly right if if you but they're
0: stealing from the the earliest yes like violence violence era which was when they were like when the folks now were like 11
1: yeah, but or or, or
2: four.
0: four, or four. Yeah, it's that long. I mean, it could be that long. I have no idea.
2: But two thousand
1: six. Here's Fuck. the thing, uh, th- th- those shows around that era are considered like they're the thing of legend. You know what I mean? Like that, those were the wildest shows, the best shows.
0: I mean, People, that Town and Fury video.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, that's right. Like and one of the seven, old it classics. Yes. Yeah. It, like I can't I've said it on this podcast before but I really want to stress it it is just you have to give this band I'm I know a lot of our listeners are fans so I'd, I'm probably not saying anything crazy here but like it's it's even more than that it's like like I don't want to uh, put ceremony on other bands because maybe that's rude but it is the primary influence <laughs> For so much of what we fucking uh, have right now that is I, and I'm talking about the stuff that we would call good right now. You know what I mean? So that's another part of it that kind like, of matters. I mean
0: like yeah. gel and Spy.
1: Yeah, precisely. Uh, and
0: I think also other than Title Fight, they're the only band that switched up style so much and can still play a set of all those songs and it doesn't feel weird. Yes. They do a wonderful job of being like here's like a piano ballad into one of the craziest hardcore songs you've ever heard, and it's go and and you go that makes sense,
1: yeah. Uh, and so, very few so bands so can do Bob, that.
2: Bob coming in here, <clears throat> yeah. maybe not tsunami, but I think you can't deny the influence Ceremony has on Gulch, has on Scowl, has on Drain. A hundred percent.
0: I bet uh, you, if you asked most of those members, they'd say Ceremony was the band that got them want yes. to be a band or being into hardcore, like to that level not even like i like ceremony like no no i love ceremony
2: no so so occasionally and and i i truly appreciate patrick for this he throws out um you know uh thesis statements the thesis statement here being ceremony is the most important hardcore band of the past 15 years i think we could provide an awful lot of supporting evidence one
0: everything you said comes to mind otherwise is probably tui
1: uh,
2: TUI super important and and it's just a different strain you know what i mean but um, uh,
1: i'm going i'm going on what i hear in people's right voices. now sure. you, you know what i mean like i, yep. I, I yes TUI also we got to put stuff like terror in there like you know what i mean like of I, course. A, a thing that's really a thing that doesn't get like kind of addressed enough everybody knows a local terror everyone every no single no person question. the sound of my voice <laughs> it, but
2: there's got to be there's got to be some credit paid whether you like the style or not yes. for the fact that there's so many progeny so many offspring yes like that um the, they they Johnny Appleseeded uh, I mean the world literally with terror uh, bands you know ceremony so, it's a different energy but I I think I think in the way their band evolved in the way they never got uncool. In the way they've been able to say, "Hey, we're a post-punk band now." When you buy our records, or we're moving into different sounds, but if you still come see us, we're not going to be embarrassed to play our fast songs. Yep, that's a talent that says something, um, and uh, I think it's kind of amazing. And I, I, you know, we 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 should do the ceremony deep dive episode where we actually break through their records one by one because they deserve it. Um, And I am currently struggling. I, I think there are not... <sighs> T.U.I. is a good one to talk about. But as far as importance to hardcore and what it is today and, title and how it sounds, title fight's right there. But here's my question, Tom. There are title fight bands who've been inspired by them, bands who take from them, bands who are kind of pushed on. terrors at the top of this heap with the bands we've mentioned so far then ty yeah. i see a lot of ceremony elements across platforms and across sounds and almost more in the like genetic makeup title fight i see that but i, I think title fight was so singular cuz they pulled off something where musically they were never particularly close to hardcore when they first start wow. they're they're very close to pop punk They move from pop-punk sound to like this post-hardcore, post-pop-punk thing. Essentially define a new genre and then build out of that. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit So there's a lot of offspring in that world.
1: Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they open I mean, I league,
2: but I don't know bands that bands there, like- there's many there, like Basement, you know, uh, like like Turnover, like Citizen. But right, what, but
0: they're all playing hardcore shows.
2: That's true. It's true. Well, oh yeah, yeah. No, no, I I agree, and it's
0: that's the thing. I mean, maybe not they, music, they, not could, sound wise.
2: No, but we could also, uh, you know, we could say that they open, you know, uh, they walked so bands like Fiddlehead could run, you know. Yeah, uh, I it, mean,
0: does Soul Blind play Sound and Fury?
2: Maybe, Without but, but you're not you're like not wrong. No, they they, they were the band. They were always the band who was like, well, clearly they make sense to play Sound of Fury, when, right? When but I think open, they opened know? that lane up for,
0: you know, a generation of bands to be able to play hardcore. Shows.
2: I don't disagree. I think they opened up the lane for bands to start with a sound that wasn't that was square peg, and play in a hardcore world in the modern sense right this is something that historically ancient history was there butthole surfers no one's calling them hardcore based purely on sound and they eventually evolve into something else they had nowhere else to go big boys had nowhere else to go flipper had nowhere else to go and that's on and on and on proletariat I mean, listen to the like uh mission of burma like listen to those bands they don't they're not like hardcore by sound but you go okay they fit there in the modern parlance, they came into a world of terrors and trapped under ice and uh, uh, ceremony and nails and, you know, betrayed and et cetera, et cetera, hardcore and made a space. And it opened the doors for this to once again, maybe in the way that early 80s punk hardcore was more so than late 80s more so than the early 90s 90s had a minute there where they were open but it's now become part of the culture to have that external like curveball sound right like pity sex playing sound of fury not weird super heaven playing sound of fury not weird cola boy playing sound of fury a little weird but cool and let's give it a try Soul Blind playing Sound of Fury not weird even a little bit so no. you're definitely right about Tidal Fight opening that door well we just identified something we'll, we'll talk about this the most important the most important hardcore bands of the past 20 years um, is a, a conversation we should have and why because all the bands we're naming are for different reasons you know what I mean and there's strong yeah. arguments to be made for each and I think there's a few others that we could throw in the mix that that might be surprising or might not be you know Because we just had this conversation about most important hardcore bands of the past twenty years, kind of, and didn't mention Half Heart and didn't mention American Nightmare. You know what I mean? Like, didn't mention, didn't mention Knock Loose. You know, there's a a bunch of them. So, all right, are you guys ready for for uh, Wallace to re-enter the room? Yes, please. Go, Walden. I really like hardcore, but sometimes I figure that. Bands are playing just a style that they already know, but doing it really well. What do you think is the best band who is completely unoriginal?
1: Oh, great question. Um, Ooh, that's That's tough.
2: I don't mean, I mean that as a slight, because no. hardcore is a really cool genre, but sometimes somebody's just writing something that someone else has already done, but does it even better.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, like, hold on, let's, let's jump out of the Winston conversation for a second and just establish this for our listeners. I'm not, I've, I'm not doing anything original. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm a musician. I'm not doing anything original. Sometimes you just do what you like and there's Mm. nothing to be offended by here. That's right. So so, that's right. uh, Let's see. Well, uh,
2: sometimes, sometimes you say, I like steak and mashed potatoes. Let me mix them together and I'll throw in uh, some corn. And sometimes you go, yes, I like steak and mashed potatoes, just like that.
1: It's also, I say this as a guy who like really tries to be clever and tries to do things that are interesting and whatever. Uh, you don't say. Well, y- y- you're limited by, I mean, not everybody's a fucking genius. Some of us just like music. <laughs> you're, and you're limited
0: right? by your abilities.
1: Yeah, like... For Tom, sure. you really love music. Have you ever thought of yourself as a fucking genius? Like, do you,
0: I don't do even you consider myself a musician.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> Despite the fact that you've sang on upwards of thirty songs, maybe maybe closer to fifty. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right?
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, right. and like, but like, I, you know, I look I look at other people that can like that are sing singing on records. I'm like, that's a musician. I just yell in tune.
1: Yeah. So. Uh, we're not gonna. Uh, we hope that uh, there's an understanding that if we say somebody's uh, doing something really well, unori- something unoriginal very well, that they <laughs> they know that that's a pretty high form of compliment from us. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Uh. Well, okay. Uh, I have one
0: that comes to mind.
1: Oh, you go in.
0: I don't want to go in.
1: Uh, <laughs> you can text.
2: It I to feel
0: bad. I don't know if I don't if.
2: Text it. Text it so we can check. And by the way, I wanted to say not this a condition.
0: bad way. Like, not that. Like I, I really like the people in this band, and I think they're a great, great band. Okay, but I mean, you know, so I, we'll I'll be somewhere, and they'll play, and people are like, "Yo, this is like so 90s. No, that, that's
2: oh. a, this is a good one. This is a good one. They'll yeah. take it with the right energy.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: So I think an excellent band that is you know, and I think they would say they're not reinventing the wheel. Is magnitude
1: no doubt?
2: T- tell they're me like about magnitude, perfect. guys. I I've heard that name before, but I don't know what they sound like.
0: They're a straight edge hardcore band from North Carolina. Yes, been around for a couple of years. They have a, an LP out on Triple B Records, which I'm sure you're familiar with. Um, they're they're students of the game, and they're the
1: like is 90s hardcore,
0: <laughs> but like to such an extent that like. It it's so incredibly well done. Yeah. That you know every riff. They, and you go, What is that? I no. They're like the, the riffs are their own, but it, it's such of a time and a place. And along you know, another band while I'm talking about magnitude that brings that this brings to mind that we can also talk about is Combust.
1: Sure. D- yeah, those are I both think really, for good, like, really good picks.
0: And they're like if you were like, you know what? I wonder what hardcore in Queens sounded like in 1989. You like you know, like I don't want to listen to these like compilation records. I just want one band. You go, here's a Compost record because that's they sound like Outbra- Outburst and Killing Time and every band in that very 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 finite period of time, they've done that to its 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 extent its highest level and i think the same thing with magnitude they've done 90s stuff and not like the 90s like more well it's considered metal in the 90s but now it just sounds like hardcore
2: yeah it's it's somewhere between strife and the new age catalog you know
0: exactly yeah. but so, i think they're um, perfect at that
2: i mean i think they're so perfect at it that they <clears throat> it's the exact point of this um I, it would be heretical to say they're better than Band X, Band Y, etc. But I just want to say, if they were a part of the new age catalog who was doing that type of sound, they would likely be at the top of the heap.
0: It would be them and outspoken,
2: and and they're standing on the, you know, stand on the shoulder of giants kind of thing, right? You're like coming for some certain genre stuff, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera they do it exceptionally well and bring in just a little bit of energy from the, you know, like I've always thought the relationship between strife and then the stuff like because strife put out a record on new age. I think this first seven inch or second seven inch. Yeah. Yeah. But then they go into victory and that's where their sound as we kind of, as, as most people know, it really forms, but it's not a million miles from the new age stuff. It's just a little more, it's a little more, uh, they take the the tempo of new age stuff i think all ape the tempo of judge but yeah they they clean up the sound better production on the record no doubt and went a a little more moshy and a little more metallic but not crazy not like no no you know if if you compare it to uh, to um unbroken definitely not more metallic you know it's in the same boathouse um but that they found this space between those things and, and swirled them together and, and made a sound that is both their own and also something that's very, very recognizable. Yo, uh, I wanted to say that Combust Another Life record is really good. It's and excellent. we haven't talked about it enough um, in terms of the last few years for, for classic kind of late 80s, 89-style New York hardcore. Yeah. It's to a new comp right to me it's the big cheese lp the last big cheese lp uh yeah, was it park and then this combust another life record is really good um that band Excellent. deserves Great a lot of time hard. and attention i hope they i hope they push because i, I want to see them out do it and uh yeah we, we we're part of this episode was to talk some new new music which we're doing which i'm happy about but uh but that that record deserves time and attention really good patrick Yes. Um, do you have any other for best band who is perhaps not rewriting, re, 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 rebuilding the wheel? Um,
1: well, I was going to go new or old, by the way. Um, let's see. I'll go to my music catalog, which, by the way, have you ever been signed out of your Apple ID? It's a catastrophe. It's a catastrophe. It's a You have nightmare. no
0: idea what it was. You got to sign into
2: seven different yeah, places. Yeah, like, right. Because I signed in once, however many years ago.
1: It's not just, it's it's your phone aggressively. Like, I just went to look at my iTunes. And it go, Aggre- what about
0: now? You want to put your password in now? What about a- now?
1: Aggressively. Yeah, exactly. It just pop, 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 And then so- if
0: you sign out there, then it signs you out of everywhere. It's hell. It's a wonderful
1: thing. It's, it's hell. I'm getting an answer. Thanks, God. Um, okay. So, uh, well, uh, Webby, the problem here is that I'm a very clever man, and I've got uh nothing but clever music, uh, on my computer. So it's difficult. Yo, it just gets
2: called clever on a New York Times podcast once. It's all it takes for this dude to like print himself a T-shirt that says clever man.
1: Oh, I didn't get to. I didn't get to the part where they said that. Um, <laughs> is, is
0: that I think true? it was in the part that I sent you. Uh,
2: yeah, they call you a clever man, but then they also say, well, yeah, you don't have to worry about him beating you up, dude. It's no
1: big deal. Well, they called so they you also, theatrical.
2: They also called you a wimp. Um, oh, they said, well, clever, theatrical like wimp.
1: Don't appreciate that, really.
2: Yeah. Uh, welcome to the, welcome, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the weak side of the drama
1: room, brother. Yeah, I yeah. guess so. How's it my feeling? Um, so, was a wonderful uh, listen,
2: though, Pat. you should really sit and listen to it. Yeah, sh- shout see. out to New York Times Podcast, who did a really uh, shockingly well done um, conversation on hardcore right now. Uh, so, shout out shout to CR to uh, to and Tom. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and the other fellow, John, who, who is the regular host, who's like that. the host. Um, he did great. I, I was impressed. He was their Winston. That's right. He was their Wallace and Gromit. So, yeah,
0: <laughs> pretty much. Um, with a little bit Patrick. more knowledge and
2: the schmaltz, one hundred percent. Let's let's get in. Let's get in, Patrick. What's what's your answer here? You're, you're searching. Well, We've vamped so much for you.
1: Uh, hold on, actually, I can. Uh, you know what? Just by going to Discogs, I can. Uh, I bet I can Jesus find Christ. one. No, no, hold on. We're gonna because uh, Bob is going to appreciate how I do this. I'm going to sinking ships. Okay. You know why?
2: I do, but right. go ahead. <laughs> <Your life.
1: laughs> because. Uh, I'm going to click on a friend of the room, Paul B, uh, a a member of Sinking Ships, because he loves youth crew in this intense sort of like, I mean, he's a well-adjusted adult, which most people that are playing youth crew into their adulthood are not necessarily well-adjusted. This is a person with a job and a wife and uh, a good life.
2: Family, yes.
1: Not tragic. Uh, But he was in Gone But Not Forgotten. Uh, and uh, uh, Deadweight uh, yep. and uh, here's the thing Gone But Not Forgotten is a good example it's really just wants to be exactly like it wants ar- to be floor punched very badly and the art is a hooded mosher do, do you know what I'm saying like it's it's accepts what it is now yeah. what it is is an abomination and it hurts my ears because I hate that type of music but it is uh, succinct and uh, accepts itself. (laughs) So so what what are you going to say? You know what I mean? And there's certain musicians, Paul being one of them who are capable of so much and just say, no, here's what I like. And they play very within a style and uh, it, I mean, sometimes to really great effect, really great effect when I like the style of music.
2: So I will say this. You know else, this.
1: Winston?
2: Oh. I, I, just Bob editing here, um, because you mentioned that. The Northwest did a very good job in little spots um, taking different angles at straight edge hardcore, more melodic, a little faster, Um you know uh i think go it alone did the best version of like <sighs> somewhere between battery and chain of strength is go it alone and it's really and maybe thrown a little more melody and it's really good singing ships did a post-american nightmare take on turning point really well um Betrayed did I life yeah. like agony. Um, <laughs> Lifetime sorry Lifetime Sh- uh, uh, Betrayed which is you know some Northwesters in, in California but I associate with the Northwest a bit did a take on uh, I think they did uh, basically what if Dag Nasty was a youth group and, mm. and, yeah. and and so it's really it's really interesting so I, I there's a few others that I would recommend from that uh, there's one seven inch I fucking love that I'm going to try to find um, from less. that world, but it wasn't a big one. No, it was very small. Um
0: it wasn't Blue Monday, was it?
2: No, 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 no. They did one seven-inch, and that was it. Um, oh, what I, I have to, like, rack my... But, but anyways, that entire scene, Goat Alone had some originality. Singing Ships, under-originality. Shook One's originality. Betrayed originality. All of them had their own elements that they were pulling in. To be honest, there's Betrayed songs where, where Todd... One hundred percent was pulling in like funny, weird '90s alt stuff to create what he did. <laughs> um, but uh, um, but it, but they also were kind of doing this straight edge ish world of sound that that worked really well. And and there's some real highlights. There, there's a bunch of bands I didn't mention that you can also discover from that world. So so you know, please don't take just the ones I said. Uh, Tom, what were you going to say? I
0: was going to say. Um Another band, um, a band called Saves the Day.
2: Mm. Oh.
0: We're a band. Well, t-
2: tell that, me about that band. Oh, sure.
0: Okay. They're, they were young kids when they first came out from uh, New Jersey, from New Brunswick, I believe, in that general area. Um, their first record or two were like literally a note-for-note tribute to a band called Lifetime, another band from their area. Um, and Lifetime – if you like – if any of the current pop punk meets hardcore that is popular today, the Coyos, the No Pressures, and the bands that those folks came from. or Anxious, sure. Newfound Glory or fucking Fall Out Boy. Yeah. Like the two bands that they all owe to – well, it's probably actually Blink, but to I, I hear a lot of Lifetime and Descendants and all those bands. Mm. Sure. So Lifetime sure. was like a hardcore band at the time. They were like a full-on hardcore band. No one would consider them no one called Lifetime pop punk in nineteen ninety seven. You know what I mean? No. They were playing CB's with 108. They were not, you know. Yeah. But they were like laid a lot of the groundwork for like the new era of like pop punk with with mosh like hardcore mosh parts. Is that fair? I feel like Definitely. Yes. Jersey's best they- dancers is like there's like there's like Parts that like wouldn't fit in on a floor punch show. And then there's parts that would fit in on a Flawboy show.
2: So they were, I mean, lifetime to me were a, the most melodic new age band. Um, almost no metal, almost no fast. They did a few gallops. Like they'd get to a gallop, but never blasting on their early records, but with a strong sensibility like in more... singing us. What's yeah. that?
0: I feel like the early stuff is boring.
2: A lot I of don't people feel that way. Stuff. No, no, like, lots of people feel that way. You either count me love
0: L-Bass it, after.
2: yeah. You either love it because it, you know, yeah. for whatever reasons, or you're kind of like, oh, weird. And, um, they did uh, the tonight is seven inches where it takes a turn, yep. and they, yeah. They they basically speed it up, keep the melody, up the tempo in songs that they were like you know basically like hey we were writing a song before that was like two and a half minutes three minutes uh, one minute one and a half minutes you know and basically infused this punk energy which they all love like old punk and love melody and they really changed the game and that's you know they they basically redefined a sound where they went from hardcore to pop punk but not with an intent basically like, in the same ways that pop punk was formed, like OG, like taking these melodic punk elements and speeding it up and making it a little hardcore, you know, like they took those old punk elements and melody and sense of like efficiency and put it there. I, I think even stuff like Angel Dust, Angel Dust doesn't sound like Lifetime to me, but that that idea of efficiency and sound and like, let's write a fast, fun punk song with a sense of melody and at their best point, they do the same thing Lifetime does, which is like, oh, my God, this is a fun, energetic song that has a strong melody to it, you know? Um, so shout out. Uh, the band I was thinking of from the Northwest is this band In Stride. They did a seven inch called Place of Decay. It's faster than most of the stuff from the Northwest. Bunch of songs. Um not youth of today worship by any stretch but feels like it's got all the urgency that i want from a straight edge hardcore record um hard to find but if you find it it's cheap in stride place of decay seven inch on bottled up records everybody should get that um guys uh, wilson has a few more questions for you are you guys still you're good your iced tea isn't getting too warm over there
1: no we're in it wilson
2: what was hardcore about in the early part of the 2010s? Mm. gold LeMay shirts. Fuck.
1: Um, help me out. What? What, er, what era? Somebody give 2010 me 2010 your... to 2015.
2: No, I know. I, I'm. Staying. You want you want the editor's note? Okay. Um, this is the era that is TUI on top. You have the emergence of stuff like Code Orange in the later half. Turnstile hasn't popped yet. You have the Screamo wave is as big as it ever gets. Oh sure, yeah. Um, You have the this is hardcore fests are huge. Um, I'm trying to think what else. The the heavy stuff. Reunions are still popping. Reunions are popping. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that happens in the 2010 to 2015 range. Um, title fight is exploding. Uh, that's kind of uh, why Candy I want to ask the Valley hardcore is popping. Yeah, there's a lot Starting. of stuff going on. Uh, online merch stores are exploding. <laughs> that's uh, that's a whole thing. It's a People weird time. F-words so
0: curses on their shirts, middle oh, fingers, yeah. and
2: so. How do you explain it? The early part of the 2010s to someone who wasn't there and wasn't familiar with it. Free-for-all. Uh, you have the weird, the nascent demo core responsive scene. This is like the post-have-heart. Where does hardcore go
1: from that? Mm. Um, okay. So uh, a lot of... Um, my memory of this era was that there was a number of bands that were able to make rent touring for the first time in years. Uh,
2: Oh, was that not something bands could do forever?
1: uh, There's been like, there's been boom and bust periods in hardcore where there's plenty of bands that uh, are able to make rent. Then there's none (laughs) or or (laughs) then there's terror. Uh, Yeah.
0: There's hate, terror and sick of it all one time. And then there's, Years that it's like oh everybody like
2: yeah by by the way aside we're not trying to count people's pockets here ever we're also just noting these are bands who toured toured hard toured relentlessly and made it so they could afford to uh, pay rent for their small apartment or shared home or etc. Not trying to say like people were like. Minting uh oh, no. new homes in the in the the beach uh just just saying that uh there's bands yeah, who made right. it a reality through hard work and effort, and some many who just never were able to through many many reasons but all right go ahead go back uh
1: so th- that was my memory that there was uh, <coughs> th- they were popping up bands that uh could tour uh enough through the year and with enough support. That they would, uh, th- that there was kind of an emerging class of of pro core, but it was of a different variety. You know what I mean? Like, touche amore" is uh, certainly pro core in all the ways that we would. Uh, and by the way, uh, Webby, the the, the uh, pro core is is uh, occasionally like depending on who's saying it. It's like the word "Jew." Uh, if the wrong person's saying it, they there's a tone. You kinda like, right the
2: there's a there can be a streak of malice, to yeah, it. you're
1: kind of like what the fuck and 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 but but otherwise it's just a word right so uh pro core means that uh you are a professional touring musician that plays hardcore music that's all it means right so uh and there's a lot that uh gets attached to that uh but there's not always a lot of pro core bands as Tom said some years it would be like. Every time I die, uh, terror, <laughs> you know, I mean, you, you could do like, right. y- you could do it on a Ninja Turtle hand, but now there is, uh, uh, or it t- the 2010s, uh, saw kind of this emerging touring act thing. Um, so that was interesting to witness, uh, particularly cause I liked a lot of the bands or at least respected them. Um, Tom, what else was pop? Well, like what, what, what was the vibe?
0: You know, this is terrible because I was around for the whole time and I have no, which may be telling. Yes. Nothing pops out of that time. Those like everything that Bob like said, I'm like, oh yeah, of course. But if you were like, give me like an overview of 2010 to 2015, T.Y. and like Code Orange does not pop in my head and I loved both bands at the time.
2: So so, here's- Here's how I do it. I go T.U.I., Touche, and Title Fight. That's how you start. I mean, However right. –
0: love all three bands would not have assigned them to that time period for whatever reason. Right. Maybe there was too much going on that there was like – it was hard to differentiate. I don't know.
2: Well, they, they didn't – none of them started in that time. They all started before that, but they were right, on top right. and basically opened the doors for a lot of stuff. Then you have – then you have the next wave starts in there like power trip is a band but they're not on top till the very towards the end of it right code orange starts same deal uh, turnstile starts same deal uh, incendiary starts same deal there is almost this weird <clears throat> it's kind of not a vibe in a way because it's so undefined
0: there's no like uniform vibe that's right uh, that's fair
2: it's almost like there was uh this void of a vibe. There was. Like I wanna be honest, like like picture title fight kid meme, right? That person existed so hard in the 2010 to 2015 range. Picture the trapped under ice, doesn't totally get it, but really loves hitting people. And man, flat brims are sick. That was a vibe. That was at a lot of shows too, and then picture what someone would imagine as the stereotyped scrams kid. Remember people using the term scrams? There we go. That, that was also a, had fake. a weird connotation. Yeah, it certainly did, and I think I might have said it with that, which I didn't mean, but I think it's a funny word. So, um, so I, I think that is like how you do it, but there's a lot that gets lost in there as well because there was so much happening. Tom, you identified. Reunions were popping. If you wanted to see any band that existed in hardcore from 1980 to the present, between 2010 and 2015, you could do that. And the Great White
0: Whales had, like,
2: Chain happened. And chain, Judge, Judge, uh, 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 Infest, um, like, right. basically, it thinned the the White Whale list greatly. You want to see right. real list? you can see, a threat. Yeah, yeah. GB, you be like see, it was a local band. GB, anytime. You know, a chain played enough that you, you people got s- tired of going to see the shows. Um, all the Rev know. Classics you could see, uh, all that stuff, you know? And that sort of created a, an interesting kind of dynamic. Triple B starts to take off, it really starts popping. The uh, rise of Democore, there's a lot of the Democore stuff. The new scene. Hey, I'm stuff. Winston. Yes. What's Democore?
1: Oh, shit. Come on. Damn. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we end on that, please? <laughs>
2: uh, yes, we can. Um, that's a great place to end. All right, everybody. Thank you. Wilfred will be back.
1: <laughs>
2: School's in session. Let's go.